0: Welcome to another edition of the Hawk Off the Press podcast. I'm your host, Gazette Hawkeyes reporter, John Seppi. I'm joined by Kevin Miller, the former head coach for Solon High School. And the reason why I'm talking to him today, the high school coach of Tyler Linderbaum, the projected first round pick, of course, from Solon and then Iowa. Kevin, thanks for
1: joining me. It's my pleasure, John. Thanks for having me on board today. So first of all, what was Tyler like in high school? Oh boy, you don't have a couple hours, do you? Um, <laughs> there's no, um, honestly, just a tremendous young man that really exemplifies and represents all that I believe a student athlete should have, should represent, as far as just a committed, hardened dedicated. Um, Respectful young man that just really valued the process of improvement. Um, again, coachable. There's just so many different adjectives that just truly, I think, represent who he is. Um, and he—he's—he'll be the first one to tell you that you know he he doesn't get you know too far ahead of himself. He's just focused on getting better from day to day, and, and that's truly what he you know adhered to as a athlete at Solon High School being involved in four different sports. At what point did you realize,
0: okay, this guy is something special. This isn't just any other kid who plays football and wrestling and well, baseball and golf too.
1: Well, he's always been a very highly skilled individual. You know, that that's why, he, you know, he was able to play basketball prior to wrestling. And, um, you know, he's really, I refer to as a skill player trapped in a lineman's body. I mean, honestly. <laughs> He has tremendous feet, uh, ball skills. Um, You know, it's hard to really, you know, put into words how skilled he is, not just in football, but in baseball. He has soft hands. He moves exceptionally well. Um, He just has a lot of those unique attributes that really kind of separate him from, you know, some of, you know, the elite players, you know, especially in the Big Ten because he has some of those specific skill sets. And that's really – what has set him apart from, you know, many of his peers. But I think the thing that really separates him is just his commitment to the process. You know, and I I can't emphasize that enough. He's always been a process minded individual, um, was that way in high school and certainly carried that over at Iowa. Um, Isn't focused on the outcomes, um, achievement, performance. He's focused just on getting better. And uh, that's always been something that really resonated with me regarding Tyler. And then he played both
0: offensive line and defensive line at Solon, right?
1: Yeah, that's correct. He played center for us um, and defensive tackle. And that's why he was highly, you know, recruitable because he could play on both sides of the ball, obviously. And so um, I knew that he had, I I thought, being an offensive-minded guy myself, I thought he had a, I think, a bigger upside on the offensive end, in my opinion, particularly at center.
0: Which one was he better at at Solon?
1: he was a pretty dominant defensive lineman. Again, back to that skill set, he was just highly athletic um, and being a wrestler understood how to use his hands with great pad level and leverage. Um, but it's his feet and his athleticism that really uh, make him unique. And I think if you talk to a lot of the people, that's what they would tell you um, within whether it be the college ranks or even some of the scouts at the professional level. Um, it's his athleticism that really kind of sets him apart. Did you see many of his wrestling matches? I did see a few. Yes. I wasn't there. However, when he took on uh, Tristan Wirps, but it says a <laughs> lot. I mean, he had never wrestled till he was a sophomore in high school and to see him truly flourish, you know, over that three year spans, you know, again says a lot about Tyler and his commitment to, improvement as well
0: which sport do you think outside of football was he the best at
1: well that's that's a tough one (laughs) i i think he's a really good baseball player um i really do and he's versatile in that he could play third base first base he pitched um and that's not to you know nothing to take away from you know him being a wrestler a, a great thrower in track um I just felt like, and I got to see more of him perhaps in baseball because Cam played baseball with him. Um, So I got to see more of him on the Diamond. And I just felt like, you know, he was a really good baseball player that was just kind of scratching the surface because it was just something he did um, to do with his friends. Obviously, invest as much time um, in baseball as he did football, but uh, he was still a stellar baseball player as well. And then what was he like away
0: from the field, kind of just Tyler, the high school kid?
1: Honestly, very kind of laid back, um, just, and and actually kind of a jokester. Um, You know, he he was just an easy um, guy to like, you know, was well liked by many of his classmates, uh, just because of how he conducted himself. He could, you know, obviously he treated others with respect. And so I, I believe that He was truly, you know, respected by his classmates and his teammates just because of the man who who he is. You know, Um, again, he's not an individual to pretend to be something that he's not. Um, Again, just a very genuine, authentic young man that just possesses a lot of, you know, true character attributes that I think are important, not just being a football player, but being a quality young man.
0: And then what's it been like now in the years since he left Solon and went down south to Iowa City, getting to see him go from the defensive line to becoming one of the best, actually the best center in college football? Well,
1: it's been an exciting transformation for us to obviously see all the fruits of his labor, you know, come to come to the surface. Um, and obviously, he's a, a young man that ever forget when he's come. It's just not who Tyler is a great ambassador of our school and our community. Again, because of who he is and the man that he's become, and I think that's what you know our school prides itself in, as well as our community. And he certainly embraces a lot of the qualities that make our our town and community what it is as well. So I think a lot of people obviously are very proud of Tyler and and what not only he's done, but who he's become through the process.
0: As he showed, I'm sure, more than a few times at the Solon Beef Days, too, with maybe some of that strength.
1: Yeah, yeah I think the, the hay bale toss, I think he enjoyed that a lot. I think some of him and his teammates from Iowa come up, and they had a, a healthy competition. So I think he enjoyed that part of Beef Days for sure. <laughs> so what will it be like for you Thursday night? You know, that's John, that's a great question. You know, I'm just happy for Tyler and his family um, and all of those people that have poured into Tyler and his development. Um, but again, a, a young man who's done it right. You know, he hasn't cut corners. He He's truly bought into the process of just fully immersing himself in improving in every area. It's It's not just a physical part. It's, the mental part, it's the intellectual part, just a different area, the spiritual part, just in those different areas of his life, you know, he's really focused at improving, and, and that's what I think I'm most proud of, and I'm sure a lot a lot of his relatives are as well, um, just because, again, he's a product of his environment, his parents, and those, you know, people in his life have done just a tremendous job in affording him the opportunities to really, spread his wings and fly, but he's taken advantage of those opportunities um, because, again, of the, the way that he approaches everything. He's just very diligent about his approach because, again, I know I keep coming back to the word process. He just really focused on day by day just getting a little bit better, and, and that's put him in this position, I believe.
0: Did you realize that he was going to be a first-round offensive line, most likely first-round offensive line? line pick when he was in Solon as say a freshman.
1: Well I got a good story for you if you have a little bit of time. <laughs> I, I do. It was, it was his junior year and James Morris was back. Um James played middle linebacker at Iowa um and played three years in the NFL and I think he had just retired, I believe. I, I can't you know recall, but he was working with our offensive line earlier in the summer, just after school had gotten out. It was like mid-June And he was just doing some line work and we got done with the workout and he came up to me and we were just talking. I said, you know, how'd the offensive line look? You know, what'd you think? He's like, I'm going to tell you right now, if Tyler Lindenbaum plays center at Iowa, he'll be an all American. Yeah. He's like, he'll, he'll be a first team all big 10 and he'll be an all American. He goes, and he'll play on Sunday. I said, how'd you know that? He goes, I, I just know it. And so this past summer, James and I went out for lunch and we just had a conversation about Tyler specifically. And I mentioned, how did you know that when you saw him, how did you know? He's like, well, I played middle linebacker and you can just tell, you know, I was, I've I've watched a lot of elite centers in the league and it's just the way that he moves the way he bends and how he's able to manipulate his body Um, which I thought was really interesting, is that he can almost kind of contort his body to be able to, you know, reach a a three technique or whatever. Um, And I I thought that was a really interesting, you know, takeaway that he had by working with Tyler. And he would know, again, he was a true middle linebacker. So he was over the center. So he would have a really good idea of what a quality center would look like. So he was able to work you know, with him and get a really good handle on, you know, what type of player Tyler was. And he, right from the get, he's like, he, he really shouldn't play defense at Iowa. I mean, he was really on the center train. I mean, he, he thought right away that he should go to Iowa and play center just after watching him, um, you know, practice. And he knew that he had something special. Any other favorite Tyler stories? Oh boy, there's too many to count. I'll tell you what, <laughs> I will say the thing, you know, <laughs> I don't care if it's checkers or chess or golf, it doesn't matter. Cam and I were playing against him and his father and like a ball last year, I believe And you get to see the true competitor come out. That's for sure. And, and it always seems like when they needed a shot, he seemed to produce the shot. He just has that in him. <laughs> it's like, the higher the stakes, he seems to elevate to that level. And I've, I've very rarely seen that from very many people. James Morris was one of those kind of players as well. that just had the the ability to take his play to that elite level when it was required. And Tyler just had that. He has that competitiveness that you just can't teach that you can't coach that. Um, And just by talking to his brother, Logan, and at home, I think they have some healthy competitions there, whether it be wrestling in the basement, whatever that looks like ping pong. I think a lot of different things with regards to activities. So, He's highly competitive, and that's what really makes him special too is just he understands what he needs to do in order to take his play to another level. So I guess the Linderboms beat the Millers in that golf game? Uh, yeah, yes, they did. That's, that was a hard pill to swallow, but that indeed happened. <laughs> yep. I blame it on Cam. If anybody watched me play golf, they'd know it was probably it was my fault. <laughs> How soon till you
0: buy a Linderbaum jersey after Thursday?
1: Oh, you know, I'm going to try to, I'll have to, um, it'll be quick. Let's put it that way. Um, Yeah, wherever he lands, um, it doesn't really matter. We're just happy for him. And I hope he goes to a place where he feels comfortable and that he will be appreciated for the things that he'll bring to, you know, the program, as well as, you know, the whole organization. Well, thanks for the time. I really appreciate it. Oh, John, thanks for having me. I, you know, obviously very proud of, of Tyler and and just the man that he's become. And um, it, it should be fun on Thursday. Um, and it, it'll, it'll be interesting. You know, you just don't know, it could be mid first or end of the first, it could be maybe early second. There's just a lot of factors that play into the draft. Um, Cause there's still some outliers. There's some free agents that haven't been taken yet, you know, that market on the front end, some guys got, you know, picked up. Um, and so I think it, now, they, they've identified their needs, and so I think they have a better handle on, you know, how they're going to proceed into the draft. So it's always interesting. Oh, it is interesting. It should be a fun night. I know the Solon faithful will be excited to, uh, to tune in on Thursday night, as well as the Hawkeye faithful, I'm sure. I'm sure a few people will be
0: at Big Grove and Solon for that.
1: Oh, I'm sure, and, and several of the establishments, I'll uh, <laughs>
0: bet. Well, um, thanks again, and thank you to our listeners for tuning into another episode. I'll be back with another episode next week. Until then, we will talk Hawks later.